Hey there, boss. This is Jeff Mendelson, host of the One Big Tip podcast. And I am so excited to announce my new Agents of Pod coaching program, where I teach you how to fast track your lead gen by having more conversations with your targeted clients, even if you have no list, audience, or paid ads. Head on over to agentsofpod.com slash hero, and let me show you how to be the superhero in your own business. I am also actively seeking guests for this podcast. If you know someone who is currently six figures or more in their business and they have an actionable, tangible, and measurable tip to share, please let them know about it. Just go to onebigtip.com slash guest for information on how to be a guest. I can't wait to hear from you. Let's get started. Hello, everyone. Welcome back. My name is Jeff Mendelson, and this is the One Big Tip Podcast. And today, I am really pleased to have with me on the line Tyler Kemp. Tyler is the chairman and CEO of an intent data platform called IntentFlow, where he helps mid-market and enterprise corporations resolve the identity of high-intent buyers using AI technology and top-notch B2B and B2C data. This helps them drive revenue, increase retention, engage their market, and dramatically lower customer acquisition costs. Tyler has worked with some of the largest brands in the world, including Zoom, TikTok, Hulu, Nike, and Netflix, and help them identify their top leads. So today he's here to tell us all about identity resolution and the difference it can make in your business. Tyler, thank you so much for joining me today and welcome to the show. Yeah, what a mouthful. I know it's not easy to, to introduce me all the time, but I appreciate it. It's great to be here, Jeff. Thank you so much for joining me. So I would like to take a few minutes to break down a little bit about your background and what you do with IntentFlow, right? Because I think that um, on a lot of people, are sort of reading about this kind of stuff in the news. They Maybe they'll get a little nervous with the iOS changes that they think that they're being that they're being more careful or more private online. And basically what what your mission is to democratize all that, right? Is to make it not only available, but also useful for corporations. So you have a very, very heavy mission. Uh, can you please go into a little bit about your background and how you got to where you are today? Yeah. And this is always the part, right? When, when someone's listening, they're like, okay, cool. Does this matter? Is this relevant to me? And if you're listening, it, it is relevant to you, whether you're an SMB, smaller company, or a multi-billion dollar company. This is extremely relevant because the threats to your continued growth and your continued advertising are very real right now, today. In uh, the time of this recording, we're in 2021, going into 2022. Uh, obviously, we're, we're live for those of you watching live. And my background, I have been in demand generation for more than a decade. I've run the gambit. I mean, I cut my teeth early on in the lending space, actually. So I, uh, when I was younger, in my really early 20s, I was on a lending team where a single lender and I, we were doing $120 million a year in loan volume, growing 20% year over year. I was driving the business. He was writing the loans. I went on to become um, a member of the marketing advisory board of a $16 billion finance company to help help them innovate, to help them actually uh, move the needle and uh, continue to win in even the environment back then. And 
I've helped startups from incubators like 500 Startups, Y Combinator, Techstars. I launched Lead Roll several years ago, and uh, that was a done-for-you agency. So I didn't start as a as a strange nerd who has crazy data. I started as a practitioner of outbound, right? Leadroll.co, we work with high-ticket businesses and we book appointments. And over time, I spent millions and millions of dollars buying hundreds of millions of of leads over the course of my career. And I eventually acquired companies and and built partnerships um, with the likes of Fortune 500, um, Fortune, the Fortune 100, several companies that are publicly traded in insurance or healthcare. Government is a partner of mine, credit bureaus, you name it. Um, and I acquired a data set that is really the largest data set I've ever seen. So at Intentflow, we process about 100 times what Zoom Info does in a day, if you know Zoom Info. And using that data lake, we've built partnerships with the the advertisers that really broker the advertisements to you when you're looking at a website, right? Those are called supply-side platforms. So with my deep, deep partnerships with supply-side platforms, I have behaviors on about 73% of internet traffic in the United States. So here we've got identities on, in my data set, I've got about 250 million United States adult Americans with full contact records that span hundreds of, of rows. Um, 170 million of these have business e- uh, emails and business information associated with them, about 100 million direct dial phone numbers, and no, but no behavior. But then on this side, I've got behaviors and no identity. We spent about 12 years building an identity graph that allows me to unencrypt the behaviors and append a contact, which gives us a identity of a person, their email, phone number, company, et cetera, B2B or B2C, and that person has a behavior, right? So my clients, what they do is they say, hey, you know, I want to know who's looking up keywords like this online. We go and we turn the results into trackable URLs. And when someone goes to that URL, we append it with the behavior the very next day and deliver it as a lead to our clients. And instead of having to pay, I don't know, 100 to 300, sometimes much, much, much more dollars for an in-market lead, the kind of lead that has expressed some kind of buying behavior and you know who they are, instead of $300, $200 per person, we give that identity to our clients for just $2 a person, purely pay for performance. That's it. No bells and whistles. And it typically lowers their customer acquisition costs like crazy. That is an amazing mission. But I don't want to lose sight, though, on just how important this is in 2021, right? Because uh, famously, we've had uh, well, we've had Facebook and Apple who are basically battling out right now on who's going to give what information. Now, with the, new, uh, with the new updates that are coming out on our phones, we're basically given the option to say, do we want to share our trackable data with... Uh, with this particular app or no. And I think it's some crazy number, like 90% of the people are saying no. What you're saying is that you don't need any of that, right? You don't need to worry about any of that. You don't need to worry about the Facebook pixel. You, uh, you, uh, you're not worried about cookies. What you are what you are doing is actually matching up these behaviors and the identity and making it available in a form that whether it's a small company or even a much larger company can actually put to some good use. Right, because it's based on performance, right? 
Small company, they get what they need. Larger companies get what they need. Now, here's here's the important part to, to remember, right? Because I think the first time anyone hears about this, the first thing you think is, holy crap, that's creepy, right? That's some big brother stuff right there. And especially in this world where it's like, well, wait a minute, all there's there's all this hubbub about privacy. Well, first of all, these platforms are changing so rapidly, but I'll tell you my personal opinion about these changes. Google is not negatively impacted by what they're doing in the removal of third-party cookies from the Chrome browser, right? They are not negatively impacted because they don't need that. They, and, and not to mention, they're not, not only do they not need it, but their cookies are still allowed, right? It's only third-party cookies that they don't allow. What they're doing is consolidating power. And Apple is doing the same thing. Facebook's doing the same thing. They already have all of your data. They already have it. So the real, the threat to, to someone's privacy is not the plumber that's trying to run a targeted advertising to someone that visited their website and retarget them and place that cookie on, on their browser so that they can, they can run retargeting ads. Like that's not going to be a threat to anybody. And also people overestimate the amount of information you can get from a cookie. What I think is really critical to know about, about how the economy works is that the internet is powered and fueled by advertising. And the only way to advertising is extremely annoying if it's not relevant to you, right? Tailored, targeted advertising is how we've really built these monster corporations to where they are over the last few decades. And if you remove that, now the only ones who win are the ones who already have it. So the one who really, and they already, they all do, all the platforms changing these things, they already have it. They just don't want you to have it because why allow someone else to come and grow and become a potential threat when, when they can hold all the cards? Our mission, what we want to do and why, why what we do is both legal and ethical is because we are trying to democratize the power of these monster corporations that they're using right now. Amazon, they're already doing this and they're not going to stop and they already have everything that they need to continue doing this forever. But if you want to stand any kind of chance at actually competing in e-commerce, let's say, with Amazon, you're going to need to compete and have the kind of intelligence that they have. Not as much because, I mean, let's face it, they're light years ahead of everyone else. But what you're going to find is that in the market right now, you've got the winners and they're able to pay for all the they they just are going to buy out the leads in the platforms that we all play on right they're going to outbid you on google ads they're going to outbid you on facebook because they've got the money and you're going to find that if you don't have tailored relevant advertising because you don't have that data first party or second party data you're going to start to see disparaging difference between the number one player in your space and literally everyone else. If you don't want this to happen to you, that's why we exist and why we're trying to do this, right? And um, we don't violate any, of course, data privacy laws. Everything we do is ethical, even on the consumer side, right? We abide by the laws as they are enacted. The more important thing to keep in mind here is, and in fact, I'll even say this, buying data from us is no different from buying from Seamless AI or Zoom Info or any company where you're going to buy contacts. The biggest difference is I can append it with behavior, right? And this is going to define the next decade of just about every industry of the listeners on this podcast, right? Marketing, sales, e-com. I mean, it doesn't matter. It, this is going to disrupt everything because if you have to pay, I mean, the average, all you have to do is look at SEM Rush, 
look up any keyword that's relevant to your company. Let's just say best CRM. Okay. You're trying to sell a CRM. That keyword might have a, I think last time I looked at it, like a $20 cost per click. Even if it was just a $5 cost per click or $4 cost per click, how many clicks do you need to get in to get a lead out of that? Everyone in your space has to pay that. Everyone. If they want a lead from people looking up those keywords, because we all have to play by Google's rules here. So if everyone else in your space has to pay $300, $500, but I can give you the exact same person for $2, that's the kind of thing that's going to give you an indisputable, ridiculous advantage in your space, the likes of which others haven't seen. And it's about who gets who, who can action it first and who can become good at using data to drive marketing and sales. You know, what's interesting is that I'm, uh, I'm reminded of this quote by Dan Kennedy that the, uh, the company that spends the most amount of money to acquire a customer wins, right? And that statement on its own just flummoxes a lot of people, right? They're like, wait a second, I'm supposed to be lowering my costs, not increasing my costs, right? But it really comes down to, you know, average cart value, you know, your customer acquisition costs. And basically what you're talking about here is... To gain the market share that you need, you uh, using your platform, you can reduce the customer acquisition cost because now you're not going and paying Facebook or Google, you know, twenty, fifty, a hundred dollars a lead. You're basically bringing all that back down to earth, allowing you to purchase more of those and to make more sales. Uh, can you talk about this about how that how the math works when a client moves over from any of these other platforms and then they start using IntentFlow to uh, you know to uh, uh, to actually make Make this happen and to acquire more customers uh, in their field. Yes. So, you know, the, the way to think about this is, uh, I mean, I would say our viewpoint is a little contrarian against that that view of, oh, hey, pay, pay the most amount of money, right? Because it makes sense. That's what you've always had to do. Pay the most. What if you don't have the most amount of money? How are you going to compete with the one who does? There's only so much attention to that to, to buy in your space, right? Maybe there's 100,000 people a month looking up something like what you do online right now in America. And by the way, we only deal with United States data. We don't uh, sell anything European, so we don't we don't mess around with GDPR, right? We are beholden to United States regulation. Um and we only provide United States contacts. So if you want to compete, the point is leverage. If I have a, let's just say $100 cost to acquire a lead, and that's my average, and I can get the same for two, it's not to say that you should just spend $2. What you want to do is for every $100 spent, get more leverage. So uh, or hundred, yeah. So if if every if my competitor has a hundred dollars and they're getting one lead, but if I've got a hundred dollars and I use something like this now for the exact same quality, the exact same person, guaranteed to be valid, and we also guarantee that our data will outperform anything else that you're doing today. <laughs> if you're using firmographic data and you're sourcing uh, company name and or you're you're using job title on LinkedIn and doing that to to run your outbound, we will outperform it guaranteed if you are running ads okay so right now our our uh, you know when someone gets on a demo with me very often i'll pull up um just a, a sample set of data from click funnels right we've got our pixel running on click funnels right now and you can see all the, the contacts coming in i can resolve the identity of about 30 to 50 percent of people visiting your website as well by name and that's what that sample set is for to say hey like here's here's what's going on here's how it works and all their contact information personal email business email mobile phone number linkedin profile whatever if you use that data and you pump it into your advertising platforms, you no longer have to rely on 
pixel-based targeting with your ad platforms. What we see on average is about a 90, so about a 98, 99% reduction in cost per in-market MQL, marketing qualified lead, about a um, 65 to 75% reduction in advertising spend. Per, per impression because your ads become that much more relevant. Facebook and Instagram have never been able to target by intent and by behaviors. Uh, you're giving them the power of Google uh, and or whatever platform you want to retarget through display. And of course, at the end of the day, the customer's got to convert. We normally reduce total uh, cost to acquire a lead, uh, sorry, cost to acquire a customer by around 73, 75% average. That's just across the board. Sometimes it's 300% reduction, 500% reduction. So this is actually a very conservative number that we use to help illustrate the kind of leverage here. If a company wants to make a transition, we're going to guarantee that our data will outperform whatever they're doing, or they're not held to any long-term commitments. They only pay when we perform. They only pay if our contact information is valid that we're supplying. And we don't just give them data and, and, and let them go. We we have calls with them, big or small, it doesn't matter. We have calls with them every week, every other week. We help them set goals for themselves. We give them roadmaps to help them understand, hey, here's how you do outbound. Here's how you set up those processes if you don't know how. Here's how you set up your ads if you don't know how. And that just comes along with the territory, right? So it's a very simple shift. And if you ever buy data from companies just selling contacts. They're not looking for what you do. Only 3% of firmographically sourced leads or native ad targeting is actually targeting people who are in market and ready to buy and actually looking for you and qualified. So sales has just been a numbers game. Now it's about both numbers and efficiency. And it's actually, no one has to do anything different than what they do today with whatever lead source they're using. Targeting ads, just do what you're doing. Doing outbound, just do what you're doing. Use these leads instead as your source and you're going to see dramatic results guaranteed. How does this work then uh, when we drill down into specific industries? Like I'm thinking about, uh, you know, those commission only type leads, term life insurance, mortgage brokers, you know, things like that. How does that work for those types of lead buyers that uh, uh, that purchase your data? Uh, great question, because uh, honestly, I I come from that world, right? Lending is in my blood. Real estate's in my blood. I worked with a company called HomeBot, helping them go national uh, several years ago. And, and they sold uh, a product to real estate agents and lenders. We helped them get from 60 grand a month to 200 grand a month in eight months, I believe. And these kinds of commission-based sales, it, it's more important for them than, all, than most because you just don't have time to waste. You have only so much a effort and attention you can put into your marketing and you just don't have enough capital to try everything in the world. I think the thing that really got us, it gets me motivated every day is that companies are paying marketing agencies that just don't deliver results every day over and over and over. And as I talk to companies, big and small, they've all hired agencies that had big promises that underdelivered. It frustrates the dickens out of me, right? We error, that's why we made everything performance based because perform that's the next era of marketing first of all is it's going to be around performance, right? Your retainer models are are going to um, give way to more performance based models eventually. Uh, we're just kind of making that shift sooner rather than later. And to be frank with you, let's just take lending and real estate for example. I know right now who is looking online for, you know, they're searching first time home buyer, their uh, first time home loan. Um, I know who's shopping around on Zillow.com, 
Realtor.com, Trulia in real time. And I can deliver these people as contacts to lenders and agents, particularly top producers who actually know how to use data or have the means to hire people who do. We deliver them to, to these folks about a week before they're even sold on the Zillow marketplace. And when they are sold, they're sold for hundreds of dollars. So the competitive power here is actually nuts, but it's not for your person just starting out, right? It does cost you something. You have to have a converting offer. You have to be able to handle the thousands of leads you need in order to actually prospect and afford the thousands of leads you need in order to, I mean, it's sales is still a number game. You st- you're still going to get plenty of people who have been looking up what you do, but they're not sales ready. You've got your market ready, the people you got to market to, and then you're going to have your people who are actually ready to buy and you got to find them. Nothing has changed there. It's no magic bullet. Okay. It's just increasing your probability of finding the right people faster and cheaper than any other way. And what lender or or lending company or real estate company or insurance company in their right mind wouldn't want that 98% cheaper if I were them, I'd want it all. Exactly. Wow, what a great prospect. I really love that. Thank you so much for sharing that. Can you please let everyone know how they can find out more about IntentFlow and how they can reach out to you directly if they want to learn more? Yeah, yeah. I mean, I'm, of course, on LinkedIn. Um, I'll tell you, our, as I said before, we, we, don't need, we don't need more customers. We want to help more people. They need this, right? We, we call it the, the threat of economic inefficiency for a reason. Like you have to solve this problem. You have to reduce your CAC below market rate. Otherwise you will not be able to take market share exponentially. You have to solve for these market problems. They're coming for you fast, very fast. They're here now. Two years from now, cookies are going away, right? You you must be prepared for that. And that's going to royally screw your advertising if you don't have that prepared. And I'm telling you, you need to have that today, not next month, if you can. So if you're Curious about IntentFlow, you can always go to IntentFlow.com. Here linked, we've got IntentFlow.com slash thesis, T-H-E-S-I-S. That will take you to about an hour-long video that I did where I walk through, specifically in the first 45 minutes, all the case I show you, I prove in that video objectively how your average customer, um, the average cost you have to pay to acquire an in-market lead across the board, what that number is and how you can find that out. And we illustrate the problem. We go into the solution a little bit, and then I just answer a bunch of FAQs. It's it's free, and I recommend you check that out. Um, and of course, if you want to have us figure out if it if this is good for you, if if you could benefit, we don't we don't pressure so. Like I said, we just don't need it. We but we were happy to get on a fifteen minute call and see if this is something that would help you. And if it is, we'll run math around your situation. We'll show you how much it costs. I mean, our pricing is on the website. You could see that, but um, we'll run through all of the probabilities of, of success and failure with this, how we mitigate risk. Um, and it's, it's, it's going to change your life and your business if you, if you can understand how to use first and second party data like this with behaviors and if you can become a master at this, it will solve for the next 10 years 
of uh, demand generation in your company. Um, it'll be the best. It'll be the, the coolest investment you've done in a very long time. I love it. Such a high order and, and actually delivering on it. Thank you so much. Uh, Tyler, I really appreciate you coming on the show today. This has been a lot of fun. I love nerding out on this stuff and I really appreciate you taking the time to break everything down for us. Oh, happy to share my tip with everyone and I hope you enjoyed it. Uh, again, you can find me on LinkedIn or intentflow.com and uh, we'll see you guys next time. You got it, man. Thanks a lot. Thank you so much for listening to the One Big Tip podcast. If you're a six to eight figure entrepreneur, business coach, or speaker who would like to be on this show, we need to talk. The audience for this podcast is hungry for experts and professionals who want to share their knowledge with this world. So if you're ready to share your actionable and measurable One Big Tip, please go to onebigtip.com slash guest and let's get your story out there. I am also crazy excited to announce my new Agents of Pod coaching program. With this program, I show busy entrepreneurs the strategies that I use to have warm conversations with my dream clients, keep my calendar book solid, and consistently have potential clients at the ready, all anxiously waiting to speak with me every single week. Head on over to agentsofpod.com slash hero and let me show you how to be the superhero in your business today. Lastly, I have a huge ask for you. Could you please share this with your audience on social media? The stories and connections that I make on this podcast have helped thousands of people, sometimes in the most profound ways. And you never know if your small action today will be the one that kickstarts your friend, a family member, or even yourself into taking massive action and starting the next multi-million dollar business. It'll be your way of just paying it forward. My name is Jeff Mendelson. You can find me on all the major social channels like LinkedIn, Instagram, and Facebook. Thank you so much for listening.